This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Up to date and credible. Power 102 Digital. Logging on the Power One and Two Digital. It is the Power Breakfast Show. Broadcasting with studios at 88 to 90 Abercrombie Street in Port of Spain. Before the Power Breakfast Show this morning, full casting. You just heard from Paul Richards with our news brief. You'll hear from Wendell Stephen. We'll hear from the alien himself, old man Richard Ragobarese. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning, all right? That's when Sir Charles pops in. Third base, David McIntyre, Richard Norrie, they'll all be in today. But let's see who sent us hello first thing this morning. Let me just change. Uh, right, here we go. Let's see. Who's on this hello first thing this morning? Uh-huh. Kenny off the gate early. Good morning to Kenny. Ms. Maloney, good morning. CJ from New York, good morning. Oliver Man Warren, and condolences to the family of Dr. Selwyn Ryan. Thank you so much. I'm sure they appreciate it. Thank you, Oliver Man Warren. All right. It is 11 degrees in London, England. Three in Atlanta. Still cold. One in Miami. If you're heading out there this morning, it's 21 degrees. Nice weather. 
Toronto, you still cold at minus two. Tobago in Crown Point, a lovely 22 degrees. And Port of Spain, it's 23. All right. But let's see what's happening traffic-wise this morning. As you make a commute to work, or what have you, wherever you have to go. Let's see. Yep. Leaving San Fernando, heading north. Volume galore. Volume galore straight up towards Edinburgh. Uh, getting on Valencia stretch a bit busy. Heading to Roundabout a bit busy. Going to Santa Rosa and, and Arima by Omera. Omera Road is heavy too. All right. Maloney to Piaco, Trin City towards uh, Makoya. You got some traffic. And of course, getting into the capital. I will tell you, if you're in the capital and you find there's a little more traffic on Abercrombie Street by Independence Square West, or if you want to call it Independence Square South, whatever it is, there is uh, a hanging overhead line. So when I got there this morning, I'm trying to figure why is there so much traffic in Abercrombie Street, but when you turn, you're clear. There's a line hanging down, so you have to go wide and then turn in in order to avoid it. But I did call TN Tech and tell them we have an overhead line that's hanging down. I don't know which line it is, it's just a line. Alright, so hopefully they'll rectify that bullet so traffic will ease up. The funny thing about it is that they asked me, what's the color of the line? And all overhead lines black? Just saying. Just say it. So that was kind of funny. All right, let's say good morning. Good morning to Paul Richards. Pablo, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Morning, Steve. Morning, Randall. Morning, Richard. Morning, TNT. No, not all lines are black. There's some encased in yellow, red, and blue. Oh, I don't see those overhead. Materials. I just told them black. So hopefully they'll pull that and traffic it flow because it created quite a backlog. That's and it's early now, so you can imagine when. Yeah, that's why he said. I said before the rush hour starts. I think somebody better get there because if it's back it up now, much less than half an hour. It will be by the um, the flyover to come in for a spin by seven o'clock. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Because you know, once you, 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 there's traffic on one lane, there's traffic on all the lanes. The whole sneak effect happens. Yeah. You're not known for expedited responses in this country so it's going to happen this morning yeah it's going to happen good morning steve so what's going morning, on how was your weekend you had a good one i hope my weekend was very quiet oh i couldn't say that. i can't say anything i had a busy weekend busy including yesterday well you're a businessman now so no i just sure. had stuff to do you know uh, i had to see about my plan days off you know no sorry when you're running business, no days off. Yeah, you get it cool here. It's that work, even though it's not COVID. But, but uh, no, I saw about my plants. I started neglected my plants for a long time. So I did some weeding and trimming and pruning. As you said that, I, started, I planted quite a few herbs at the weekend. That's oh, really? I yeah, I have a few of those well. Doing well, actually. I planted scythes, mm-hmm. planted um, kale, celery, Rosemary and, and I also planted t- tomatoes. Yeah, I love. I always plant tomatoes. I always plant tomatoes. I love a tomato and peppers. So, and my prized possession is my cherry pepper tree. 
Oh, love a cherry pepper. Oh, love it. That goes with everything. Good morning, Wendell. Morning, morning, Paul. Morning, Steve. Morning, Richard. And <clears throat> good morning, Trinidad and Tabi. What's the weather like wherever you are? Where is um, it? St. James? <clears throat> not bad, actually. Where are you? Not bad. It's ex- it's ex- it's ex- it is expected to be a nice day. Where are you? Why are you asking me that on public radio? Well, you didn't tell me privately. <laughs> okay. So I'll have to ask but you in public radio. I'm, I'm on I'm on Power 102 Digital. That's where I know I am. <laughs> are you out of the country? How is how is but, uh, how is how is grass smells? How are sawgrass smells? So you left the country then in four I thought that was kind of obvious Friday, Steve. You you asking me that again? No, you know I it was Friday was a busy day inside of here, so I probably missed that. But we had a whole long discussion about me and my antigen test and things. Oh no, I, I missed that. I was probably in um lit studio. Where you are, Paul? But Steve is in and out of his studio, you know, right now, so. Okay. Yeah, I probably missed that. Hey, hey. So in, right. in Florida. I'm in the USA. <laughs> oh jeez. That much I can say. <laughs> I'm going I'm going from state to state. <laughs> Well, you need to ask them what internet they're using and use it when you come back. Sorry? Ask them what internet they're using and use it when you come back. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I, you know, if you, if, if you log on, if you, when, you in, when you send the invite for me this morning, Paul, and I joined, I joined with video, and you would have seen someone over my shoulder because he was trying to, my nephew was trying to get my background fixed. And well, it couldn't be done, so he do, he do it after. It was fixed. It was fixed. It was blurred. <clears throat> okay, because I wanted to do something different than the blurred man. So it, so he will have to download other things for me to get to get at this. Yeah, I've so never good. downloaded any backgrounds. That's the problem. He said. Good morning, Shuragobasing. Hi, good morning, guys. Yeah. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Good morning to our listeners, wherever you are. Uh, oh, 616 and everyone accounted for Yeah, me. boy. Morning, morning Richard. Lotto boots open already. You know, it's, it's, lotto. it's astounding. Paul, has someone showing up on my Facebook um, page today who's celebrating her birthday called Paula Richards. Is that re- related to you? No. Well, that, that's okay. So she's celebrating her birthday today. Paula Richards. Not uh, that I know Co- of. Co- Corinne Blandin, Danish Kumar. Annette Toussaint James, Denisha Ramdan, and David Stefan Huggins. They are all celebrating. Oh, David Huggins with us today? Yeah, David. He's a photographer, right? Well, I do a lot of native, native oh, pictures. Oh, wrong person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know him personally, yeah? So you I just go on Facebook and call random people and pick it up? I like that. If I do what? Just go on Facebook and call random people. Well, I call people who are friends of mine. Who celebrating birthdays today? In people who you, are, you are connected to on Facebook. Yeah, these are people who are all on my friend list. Some I know personally, some I don't. For instance, I know Corinne Blandin and I know Danish Kumar. Um, I don't know the other people. Well, we lost uh, Grace out of the story yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Because the family, friends, and colleagues of Professor Seven Ryan. Interestingly enough, you know. One of the reports said he had Parkinson's, I think it is. Really? And I, I would have spoken to him about just over a year ago. 
And I really found he wasn't sounding like the Professor Ryan I knew. Mm-hmm. So, uh, condolences to his family and friends and colleagues. A uh, prolific author. And very good political scientist. And political scientist, I would say that. You know, there, there was a joke at one point with Mr. the late Mr. Manning. We used to uh, chastise all political scientists, including Professor Ryan. and said, okay, what do you say? All right, that's the world will happen. <laughs> It'll go the opposite way. It'll go the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Well, he, like other political scientists, would have gotten it wrong on a couple of occasions. It's not an exact science. No, it And they will be. tell you, even if they poll two weeks before, two days before an election, the tide can change drastically. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sometimes they they get it right when they did their their, their scan or their polling, mm-hmm. and then something happened at, uh, during the course of the elections, and there you go. Yeah, I always suggested I suggested to someone in 2015 um, to me the precipitating change in the tide, which was going neck and neck then in 2015, was when Vanilla Allen Toppin attacked now Prime Minister Dr. Rowley in the House of Representatives. Mm. And I told someone, I said, the election has just changed gears. Yep. In favor of Dr. Rowley. Mm-hmm. And then the, they did an interview. An interview was done with Julian Rogers and Dr. Rowley, which really, and I'm using the word very gracious, to humanize Dr. Rowley because he was seen as aggressive and, you know, mm-hmm. and he spoke about his family. And uh, to me, that, at that time sealed it yeah the interview was actually at his home yeah yeah i remember that he seemed very personable in the interview very very personable and i think those two events to me changed the tide of that election in 2015 you know significantly Uh, and then the last one was kind of difficult to call because it was really a close election the 2020 election yeah it was a very very difficult election to call Yep, especially coming after the petrochain and, and, and a pandemic that has just that had just started. Yeah, is it one CDP and them lost to what they had before? Yeah, they lost Moruga. Yeah, and to yeah. me there was a self-inflicted wound. <clears throat> well, it, that was a, it was a, now, <laughs> you know, I didn't hear what you said. I was about to say. Yeah, that was a self-inflicted wound. They, they, <laughs> yeah, put yeah. Up gyps, they put up Gypsy to run that seat and it was never going to happen. Yep. I think, yep. is it Michelle? I forget her surname. Michelle Benjamin. Mr. Benjamin. Beat him lengths and by by lengths. Yeah. yeah, you know it was another one of Dr. Rowley's unforced errors, um, and I could we could speak of a of a couple others. Louis Leasing was one. I, I I will never forgive. I will never forget him for that. And I told him that in, to his face, and he acknowledged it. You know, there's another one that um that he well, as mayor to, as, as mayor for the Spain. Yeah. For sure. Speaking of Mayor Paulus, did you traverse the city as you indicated last week? Before you, I, you... I, I did actually. So I I passed White Street. I passed the um, a lady had called about <clears throat> Henry Pierre and Mokarapa Road. I I think she may have gotten the corner wrong. I think it's Gaston Johnson, but um I didn't detect a problem with that grill there. Um, but so did but you I see did the shabby it. work at the end of French Street? Yeah, well, I no, I didn't pass to that one because of where I was going, because of of the of the route that I took. I couldn't do well, that. The amount of patrol in Portland, they'll want you to go help you. 
No, I agree. You know, there, there's several. I, yeah, I, Monga I have... Porto in Port of Spain, you had to take about a month to check out all them Porto. Yeah. yeah. But, but, in your meet, war, but in your meeting, when I was seat on the whole, it's terrible. But in your meeting last week, did anything came up about seeing about the potholes and so on, manhole cover? Oh, well, remember, remember my meeting last week was an on site meeting to East Port of Spain, Lavantil in particular. We went. That was how my meeting was conducted last. It was not. It was not sit down inside city hall discussion. Oh, so it was an on site meeting. Nothing. Nothing to, will be done. Yeah, to deal with it, I can't say nothing will be done. Um, as I say, the, the the engineers know what they have to do. You know, um, Steve and Paul and, and Richard. That's they know what they're supposed him. to be doing. You know, a councillor can't can't um, instruct the engineering staff to do things. You know? The most we could do is raise issues in a meeting, and the CEO. Who is the one who has who is ultimately responsible? She has to instruct them. You understand? Mm-hmm. We can instruct them so we could make them a noise if we want. And if they want, they could do nothing. You know? But as I say, I have a good relationship with them and I expect to make a difference. It, it's it's a month ago. Um, even though a birdie whispered to me about some election date that might be long before we think it is. That's local elections, that is. Um We'll see how it goes. I'll do my best. That most that's the most I could do. Did you all see the interview with Christopher Boudram in the Express yesterday? Oh geez, on ages. Very good. I didn't I didn't follow it. I didn't follow yeah, it. I, I didn't feel to be depressed. Actually. I didn't feel to be depressed. I didn't uh, Oh my god. A lot of um what he said was very interesting in terms of how he was able to crawl, literally crawl with the tank in yeah. front of him. He was the only person who had a tank. Who was the last person to enter the hyperbaric chamber when the seemingly something happened and uh, the drivers were sucked and he said the to his knowledge the people who he was conversing with uh, after the tragedy immediately after he was still talking to some people and they were they were, had they were severe injuries they were describing and he pushed the tank crawled on his elbow and knees mm-hmm. but that's, that's how small it is and pushed the tank with the the face mask held his face with oil and stuff in it and the arduous task of pushing that tank on the parallel because what he described is the tank is not is not is not one level because the tank undulates to the seabed you know, so he arduously you mean the that pipe tank. the pipe the pipe sorry the yeah. pipe here the pipe so it moves according to the gradient to the seabed and that's you know, where you find the air pocket it all depends yeah. on the seabed so i read it and then i i somebody sent me a video i just sent it to you guys of an interview he did, but believes with with the Express and his description of it, and I let me tell you that oh was that was, that was what the Express had ago yesterday. He actually described how we got out the con the conversation with the guys in the pipe. Several, yeah. I mean, they had injuries, broken bones, and he and and he was saying that um, he had to go out and try and get some help, and they didn't want him to leave. Um, I suppose because they were feeling so vulnerable and he's saying like I have to go because I have to go and get um, I have to go and get some help but, but what was very notable for me is that when he finally got out of the the angle of the pipe that heads up to the hyperbaric chamber and he's trying to pull himself out he's saying it's difficult because he's covered in oil and he's actually hanging on some chains and he's come out and he's hanging on the chains and he's looking up and there's nobody there to rescue him. Mm-hmm. And he is like, why is there nobody here? It's not a st- and, and, and he took two hours to come out, is that correct? 
I'm I'm not so sure how long it took. Quite talked. a while to come out. It took a while to come out. It, it, it yeah. take a while. So he's there, and he <clears throat> and he can't go any further because, of course, he's also has a certain amount of injuries, and he's tired. He's exhausted, and he's hanging by these chains. And nobody there to rescue him. And nobody's there to rescue that is him. And he, starts to, and he starts to bang the chain, and then he sees one of these divers. That one of the divers, I think Ramlo Chan is his name, and he came to him. And he's trying to help him, but he couldn't help him. He he was finding difficulty because he's covered in oil. And and Ramachan is telling him, he's telling Ramachan, go back and get somebody else. Mm-hmm. And and but at that point, another diver comes, and the two of them now help him and get him up. And when he reached up, now he's telling him because one of the guys had had followed him, but up to a point. Yeah, I think the Kuban guys. So he's telling them go back down and get Kuban. Um, he was right behind me and the others in an air pocket. So he's telling them that, telling them that. I, and, and and what he's hearing is that the Coast Guard and Paria are saying no more divers to go in the water. In fact, the two divers that had come in to save him disobeyed the orders of not to go in the water. And actually went in the water and that's how they saved them. Unbelievable. You but know, least, I mean, not, I mean, not me. That's, not making light of it in any way. When I read that uh, expose, yes, and, and really good work by, I think it's Anna Ramdas who wrote the article. Really, really good I work. I think so, yeah. And you know what I thought of? Not making light of it in any way, a movie. Yeah, yeah. A movie screenplay. It is so astounding, the, the recount, him recounting that ordeal, that it yeah. is clearly the subject could be a movie. Well, we probably had a movie like that already. Well, this one, the particular details are so astounding. It's like, I guess, when they they made a movie about the the Gulf oil tragedy after. uh, And the details details are so lucid. And the the crawling in the the pipe and the covered in oil. And it's just just really tragic. You know? And I don't know. This will go on for a while. It will go on for a while. Yeah. This, this is not going to be resolved anytime soon at all. Yeah, because there's a, there, I think there's a part two to the story today mm-hmm. in the in the Express, so the continuation of the interview. I think what will be difficult to 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 come out at the end of the day is that issue of of the Coast Guard and or OSH issuing instructions not to go in. I think that would be difficult to resolve simply because um, I don't know who would have who would have been the one to, to hear those instructions if they were... Well, the OSH agency has come out and said that they did not issue any such instruction. That's what I'm saying. They have already said that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is where the, the resolution will be difficult in terms of that part of the episode. Well, whoever's saying so will have to prove that the OSH agency gave that instruction. You right, can't just say somebody say something. Yeah, because you, you, you say, you, you, you're saying that you didn't hear it, but you understand that that is what you said. You know, so, so that, that's, that's a difficult part to resolve. But, you know, people live with, people live with stories and live with, with experiences that they take to their grave. Eh? You understand? Well, and, and that's why last week when we were talking about this tragedy, 
And I think Richard had said, you know, the, the response was in, in many cases, and, and the Minister of Energy actually confirmed that, less than optimal, that you don't depend on somebody's feeling there is the documented procedure that is initiated when a tragedy occurs or when yeah. an accident occurs. You can't yeah. depend on how people feel at that point. Yeah. You have to know <clears throat> X happened, deploy X, this happens in this step. This is a, you have holding statements there three or four holding statements that you can issue we are an accident has happened an incident has happened we're investigating emergency has been deployed more information coming up in three hours there there are set protocols that you initiate you don't go guessing at that time mm -hmm. or, or leave it up to the whims and fancies of somebody who may not have an understanding of one emergency communication and two emergency procedures mm -hmm. and we were talking just simply about the 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 way the family said they felt they were treated outside of the, the compound at the time. And the, and the lack of communication. And if indeed it was so, nobody has denied it yet. If the, the announcement was made that it was changed from a, from a rescue to a recovery before mm. the families were told. You understand? But before, before we reach the barrier, we have to find out to what are the set protocols that the company has in place. Because they would have been the people directly there at the point in time. Well, both both Wendell because the company would have been hired if you if an oil company a state oil company is hiring a service provider in what are dangerous circumstances there must be standards that the state company uses to ensure that the company can hide, can handle one the job technically and can respond so, to an emergency right so and, and also the regulator the companies the regulator must ensure that the company is adhering to those standards right so we are saying we are saying the same thing my the point that i'm making is that at the point in time of the incident it would only have been the, that company involved at that point in time you understand they would have been the first people on um in that area because naturally because they they, they they belong to that company so it's how the personnel of that company was able to deal with it at the point in time because based on what i just heard you all and i didn't read the story because i didn't i really didn't feel for that level of depression this weekend right um based on what i just heard you all say is that someone no one came to his rescue at the point in time he was there waiting right so which means the com the, the, the his other fellow company personnel and then when someone came then 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 another person joined him to to get him out so i'm saying they would have been the first people there to deal with whatever situation were they prepared we don't know well i'm, I'm thinking you see that statement that phrase no one came to his rescue has to be taken in context no one may have been at the the actual opening of the pipe Mm -hmm. But if he said after a while, some he saw somebody come, which means people who are around, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people have to take that in context because if somebody eventually came and had difficulty getting him, it means people who are around. They may not have been at the actual exit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so, so and, I mean, and time, time would be of essence in any situation like that, eh? yeah. because a, a two minutes it seem like two hours in, in situations like that. Eh? Exactly. And, that and you're disoriented and exhausted. See yeah. somebody that they, as you come out, you have ex. Yeah. And you have, a, and you have the right to be. So I, I would understand why he would say that no one was there at the point yeah. of his exit, immediate point of his exit, because he'd gone through an arduous experience and he expecting somebody right there. Yeah. 
But if he said that after a while, somebody came and helped him out, it means it couldn't have been that long. And he started rattling the chains. They would have had to hear the chains rattling or banging, you know? Yeah. It would have to be in the, in the general area. So, I mean, I mean, this is what the, I guess this is what the um, Teens Commission of Inquiry is for. Yeah. It's just a perfectly tragic story. If and and that's is, what I'm saying. The there is such a thing. The question you asked child. earlier about who's responsible, they're all responsible. Mm. The, the company for the immediate response inside the tank and how they deal with that. Because that's part of the job. Safety is part of the job. Mm-hmm. And the and the, the overall company, Paya, to, make, to, to see if they were ensuring that all these things were being adhered to. You understand? Because mm-hmm. as, as I always say, if you have companies when then if you hire somebody to do something, who do you think they're coming at overall? But I remind, I remind my workers and the people who work for me of that all the time. I say it's me, at the end of the day, I am ultimately responsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because you are the, you are the override, I, I company. Get, I sometimes get upset with people who I work for, who I do jobs for, who go directly to the workers. No, you don't hire them. Speak to me. Let me deal with them. You understand? This is it's really a tragedy. Um, Barack Obama has COVID. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. 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 throat. Yeah. Both he and his wife Michelle are vaccinated and boosted, so he says he has mild symptoms, just a scratchy throat. As we keep saying, this will be generally what everybody will get eventually. Well, I have had scratchy throats for so long. Don't we I've know that, but for different COVID. reasons, right? Huh? What's that? Oh, for different Lord. reasons. Only going down that rabbit hole. No, I, uh, I, I if Barack Obama can have a scratchy throat, why can't we see him one? Exactly. Paul Richard, you never had a scratchy throat? Yes. Richard Raghubar Singh, you never had a scratchy throat? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Said with such conviction. (laughs) I can can have a scratchy throat right now. (laughs) Quite frankly. You know? I have a scratchy... Well... I don't want to say I have a scratchy throat. I kind of scratch my head a little bit. But um, so a trainee is heading to Ukraine to fight. I saw that. What? Brian oh, Stone. Who's going to fight for? Russia? Brian Stone is going to Ukraine oh, to fight Branson? for, to is fight it the, for Ukraine. Is it the Brian Stone who was chairman of CNMG at one time? The Brian Stone who was sued yes. by Dr. Rowley? The political... Uh, What's the word? Yes, political yes, person, yes. Yes to all of the above. Brian Stone going to fight in Ukraine? Yes, I find you have a dismissive, derogatory kind of tone. I find we should buy his ticket. So, but he's looking uh, for support. Why you want to buy his ticket, Wendell? Why? He's looking for support. Looking for support in what way? And and well, as opposed to, to help with the cost of doing it. So, United National Congress activist and business development consultant. Brian Stone is one of the volunteer combatants who is now prepared to battle side by side with Ukrainians for freedom against Russian President Vladimir Putin invading Putin's invading army. Stone will be Trinidad Tobago's first volunteer to fight in Ukraine's front line if he achieves his goal. Okay, well, he it, don't need my help then. If he's a UNC activist, he don't need my help. This Go decision ahead. did not come from the brain, but from the heart. Stone admitted in a telephone interview. So far, it is a go. You have to look at it for what it is. 
knowing fully well that anything can happen during his intended month's stay, Stone, who served in the Canadian Armed Forces Reserves, has already put contingencies in place. I understand very clearly the risks. I'm not stupid. If Russian soldiers show up there, we will have to fight. I am prepared to do so. The only thing I'm fearful of is if shots are fired, the explosions or should a bomb drop. I hope I can handle it. I've already signed over a number of things to my wife. He knows if he loses his life in Ukraine, he will not be covered by his insurance policy. Stone admitted his decision is not sitting well with his immediate family and close friends, but more so his worried wife. My wife is not happy at all. Even a soldier would be lying if they say they are not afraid. I fear the unseen. There is no way I can come cover from an explosion. I'm worried about that. If it turns to mostly a guerrilla warfare, well, it is over for people like me. I will have to leave. To stay, you will get killed. Should he die during doing volunteerism, volunteerism work, Stone knows his body will also not return to his family. Can we need the papers now? Yeah, this Richard just this gave is, this is the Can newspaper. We, I guess mission accomplished. Yeah. Can we go to the papers now? Yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah, mission this, accomplished. Mission this, accomplished. Is, Somebody talking about you. This is the newspaper. He's on the I front know, page. I know, mission accomplished. Somebody He's talking about you. on the front page? Let's do the newspaper. Yes. Oh, well, which newspaper? Let, well, let me do the Guardian. Story. The Guardian let's, and let's the newspapers. The Guardian and the print? I find all it dismissive and all it tone. Is that so? Yes, you and you, you and Paul are not taking it as you know some sort of seriously on his part. Yes, as an act of patriotism. Well, as a, a, a not so much an act of patriotism humanity. as a, an act of humanitarianism. Did, did, did he say he engaged his heart and not his brain? He said it's a decision of his heart and not his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the, that's 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 the story, right? Huh? Anyway, we can get into the dailies. Any other stories, any papers you can talk about? Yep, the dailies, all three? I have all three, yes, I do. Remember, you went through that one already, right? No, I have none. Okay, so the Daily Express for today. Just remember, you went through that one already, right? So you don't need to repeat it. On the (laughs) front page of the Daily Express, um, and you know, two of all the religious ones, and you all are not being gracious at all. We are very gracious. I hope. And two of you already really just took one. I'd like to throw God quick and Jesus quick and talk Which about God and God and God. Two of all here and two of you all are the ones with a disparaging tone. I would simply tell Branson via Condius, go with God. Both of you all have a disparaging tone. You see why religious is a false narrative? <laughs> anyway, Trinidad Tobago Daily Express today. Griffith Top Cop Fiasco, PM admits he was high-ranking official who met um, Police Service Commission Chairman. It was me. Yeah, that is yeah. the that that is the headline of the Daily Express. Let me say it again in the tone that it deserves. It was me. Harrier tragedy survivor, Budram's second scrape with death. I told you all well, the story continues, so it is continuing. And Selwyn Ryan dies at age 86. Of course, condolences to Selwyn Ryan's family and friends. And of course, he's a noted academic and a prolific writer in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, you should re- they should really... Um, I mean, he was one who 
deconstructed Eric Williams in a kind of way in that book that he wrote, Eric Williams, The Man, The Myth. Um, but anyway, that's the front page of the Daily Express. The, the main picture is that of cousins Zogai and Kiana Andrews hold hands while they roller skate and the blue skies of the Botanical Gardens. A really nice picture. And on the back page of the Daily Express, pitch disappointment, Simmons' first test strip limited quality of cricket. Um, that's it for the Daily Express. All right, so let me set that aside. On the news day today, on the front page... Um, UNC MPs hit government over food price rise. Roadmap to hardship. And the main picture is that of Sinagasim MP Khadija Amin and Shugonas East MP Bandana Mohit at a press conference on Sunday at the Office of the Opposition Leaders in, at Charles, in Charles Street, Port of Spain. And of course, they have different items on a table. I see in tuna, I see in corned beef, I see in cereal, I see in flour, and I see in butter. Political scientist Dr. Selwyn Ryan dies. And on the back page of the Newsday today, what's on the back page? Um, Abilene Wildcat standout snatches 200 meters gold, makes world under 20 champs standard. McCade dominates NAAA trials. Tobago under 19s winless in TTCB zonal competition. And Simmons flat pitch made first test less First test less competitive. Um, moving straight on to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today, and the front page: Freedom Fighter Trini off to Ukraine to help in war against Russia, seeking donations to fund trip. Plans to sharpen combat skills. You do that already, in, do. Plans to sharpen combat skills in Miami. Also, he's going to Miami on a holiday first to sharpen his combat skills? He's going to Miami to sharpen his combat skills. How? When? Where? How? Uh, you want me to read the article? No, no, no. In, in okay. which ball? In which mall? He's stealing 0.1 in material from Wasa site. And Professor Selwyn Ryan Brian dies. As you, as you say, Steve steals 0.1 million in material from Wasa site. I don't know why the Arima Borough Council does not have a caretaker on the site where they are doing the renovations for the Arima Police Station, well, the Arima Municipal Police Station. I do not understand why they do not have a caretaker on that site. That's all I have to say on that. The other thing I don't understand... Maybe you're not seeing any person. It has to have someone there. The other thing I don't understand is how come... And Wendell, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I think I had gone... Was it somewhere in West? And somebody is digging up the mountainside, building something. Yeah. And it oh, looks oh. absolutely horrific. Yeah, above Bonjour there. And it looks absolutely horrific. And I'm like, yes, yeah. how come people in West are not complaining about that? They have, and I have raised it already. But it's it, a conglomerate building, building apartments up on the mountain there. And it's it distressing looks, everybody who lives in Bonjour, Rossland, Upper Fort George, all those areas. It looks absolutely ugly. It looks it absolutely ugly. ugly. If it ugly again? And I'm like, how come Western, because you know Western, Western people always like to make noise quick, quick, quick. And I say, no, come mm. they're allowing that. No, they've made noise. 
But, but yeah, it, it ain't affecting the, the bourgeois, you know, it affecting all the, the, the grassroots people who live in those areas. Well, it affects the bourgeois, if, if that's what you want to call them, because aesthetically it looks very unattractive. Oh, they, but it's them, it's them building it. It's them yes. building it and it's them going and living it. So, so they ain't I mean, saying it, nothing. It looks very unattractive. They're ugly. Anyway. Say it or what it is. They're ugly. Yeah. On the back page of the Trinidad Tobago Guardian, grassroots cricket under attack, so says Adams. That's it for our three dailies this morning. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into our this morning's poll, and but I'll give you the results on Friday's poll. All right, results are in. Uh, poll on Friday, do you think that the mask mandate should now be lifted in Trinidad and Tobago? Results in 30. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the auto champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. All right. Uh, do you think the mask mandate should now be lifted in Trinidad and Tobago? That was our poll on Friday. Results are in. 68, 68% said no. Said no. All right. Of course, we'll give you this morning's poll now. And of course, that will stay up until tomorrow morning. And you can go to our app or our website to vote. All right. Gentlemen. Right, so our poll this morning, I think Paul wanted this poll. Um, do you support Brian Stone in his desire to fight for Ukraine? Is that the poll you wanted, Paul? What did he ask? What's the poll? Do you support Brian Stone in his desire to fight for Ukraine? Yeah, will you join him? Classic attorney at law, always misrepresenting people. I had no such poll suggested. <laughs> I will support that. Not like Ragabasing, confusing polls as usual. Paul, I will support your poll. No, I don't. That's not the poll I put. I put a oh. poll about rising food prices. Oh, that's a boring poll. I like the Brandstone poll. <laughs> Oh God! Hey, hey what's your poll report? Uh, what's the poll? Do you think the government should address the rising food prices in Trinidad and Tobago? Oh God, that really boring against Brian. It's so. boring. It's boring. It's boring. We don't contaminate the whole thing already, anyway. So, all right. So we'll go with that poll, gentlemen. Which one? Do you think the government should address the rising prices of? Food right, in Trinidad and people, Tobago. Two boring people and two excited people. Go ahead. boring people went to it. It's like confusion and back and out. That's why. That is why. All right. So that's the poll I chose. So that's what we go in with. Uh, do you think the government should address the rising price of food in Trinidad and Tobago? All right. Uh, 222-8255-612-8255 and toll free North America 866 866- Five two five ten ninety nine. Of course, you can message us on our app um, for some users, mainly Apple, and on our website at power12fm.com. All right. Uh, we have some calls coming in already, so good morning. 
Oh, all right, missed that call. Two to two talk, six one two talk. Tool free North America eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Um, Piggy Lou, yeah, mind you, Piggy Lou, haven't seen you in a long time. Yes, uh, Wendy Ann. Ooh, that's a book. Uh, okay, Rampage. Okay, thank you so much, Rampage. Miss Bonnie West. Good morning, guys. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Bond Air West. Again. I don't, I don't, this is the kind of poll I don't think anybody will say no to. I guess so. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada says yes. No, the question really is, should the government address the issue? That is the poll, really. Yeah, that's probably the better poll. Should the government address the rising food prices? Yeah. Yes, Other governments are doing it. Good morning, caller. Good I don't know morning. How I don't see what the government could do with the rising food price that has been happening all my life and they haven't done anything. Yes, yes or no? Yes. Right. No, sorry. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right. So call us right now or give us a hit on our message board uh, via paul12fm.com uh, or our app on some users. Paula, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you think the government, government should address the rising price of food in Trinidad and Tobago? I did go to the grocery yesterday, and I tell you, the, everything, everything went up. It's, I don't know, I keep going with people that you know, if you're working for minimum wage and you have one job and you have a mm. someone to support, how do you manage cost of living, the price to travel? You know, guys, I, I'll, I'll be I'll be coming. I'll be hopefully God willing returning with a surprise for you all from one of our international listeners too, who has reached out to me and said they'll get something to you all. I'll tell you all about it more when I actually have it in hand. But they're sending gifts to the poor breakfast show. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Good morning, Sandy Grandi. Government cannot come out of control with the prices. I say no. Thank you. Yeah. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Sandy Chancellor. Um, this poll is, why I would say yes, but what can the government do? It's a free market we, we, we have. I think people just have to be wise with what they purchase. Like me, I only buy things on special apart from the basic items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. no longer buy luxury items. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I buy yogurt when it's on special. Yeah. And it's close to expiry. It can't spoil again. Yeah, because we don't have coupons here that you could clip and, and, and go get a savings. I don't know why that never picked up yet. Thank you, Sonny. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Kuna Yes. Thanks, Kuna Pierre. All the best to you. 222 Talk, 612 Talk. Toll free North Americans, 866 525 1099. Oh, okay. So, 222 Talk, 222 North Americans, you can call us toll free at 866 525 1099. 
And of course, people on the web or the app, you can send your message via the messaging portal. You can send your vote through there saying yay or nay. Yeah. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona says absolutely yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I figured so, Dandy. I figured so. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Paula Mogins, good morning. Yes to the poll. Trinity Jam, yes. Rampage, no. Um, Lunch Park, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mogins. And traffic already, yeah, traffic is pretty much everywhere right now. All right, we have five minutes again to take your calls. Major news coming up at the top of the hour, and that's all powered by Bermudez. Makers of Cricks, your vital supply. Yeah, more games. Traffic is heavy already. Damn. Good morning, caller. All right, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. morning. I will say no because this food price reason is all over so i don't know what the government can do about it buy mm. what they want me <clears throat> no, I'm yeah. all okay. right thank you all right let's get those calls coming let's get those hits coming uh ms maloney says yes long islander says no all right thank you so much you too have a great day all right, 222-TALK, 612-TALK. That's our numbers directly into the studio. And, of course, you're outside of Trinidad Tobago in North America, 866-525-1099. And, of course, our poll this morning, do you think the government should address or do something about the rising price of food in Trinidad and Tobago? That's mm -hmm. our poll this morning. Tell us what you think at 222-TALK, 222-8255, North Americans, you can call us toll-free at 866-525-1099. People on the web and the app, you can send your vote through the messaging portal. Do you think the government um, should address the rising price of food in TNT? Mm -hmm. That's our poll this morning. Mm-hmm. Who would be the Prime Minister to speak about that? Agriculture or trade and industry? Which line ministry that would come under? Uh, agriculture? Well, trade and industry in terms sure of the importation of items. Mm -hmm. A lot of our food is imported. Mm -hmm. Ministry of Agriculture from... I think, it, to me, it will be both. Mm -hmm. but, you know, but you know, in a Trinidad Tobago contracts, we like the Prime Minister to talk. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Hmm. But anybody who's been going to the grocery can see prices drifting upwards. Of course. Just... Unless we are unless we ask the minister healthy every day they are saying to talk. Yeah. You could see the price of food drifting upwards. Something that was thirty five dollars, all of a sudden it's gone up to thirty eight. Yeah. Fourteen. And wholesalers see... some of them have risen the price up to thirty five percent increase. Yeah. You could see but, it. You could see it. But it's happening. I don't think anybody who goes to the supermarket is not seeing it. Yeah. You are seeing it. Yep. But it's a global thing. It's not only here. It is, eh? I could tell you. It is. 
Because if across the world are complaining. Prices yeah. in North America too also going through the roof. Yep. Mm. Yeah. CJ from New York says yes. Hey CJ morning. All right. Uh, 222-8255-612-8255 toll free North Americans. 866-525-1099. Somebody need to invent the replicator quick. Hmm. And that issue of, of even people growing food. You can only grow so much, eh? You can't eat vegetables and, 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 and sweet and, and all them things day after day after day. You want the little luxuries, but gentleman said, you know, he times when he will go and get his luxuries, mm-hmm. you know. So, boy, this one life to live here, I, I try not to live it stressfully, you know what I mean? But, so you just, I'm not a grocery man, as you know. But wherever, when I go in a grocery, if I want something, I get in it and I end that story, yes? Yeah, you see, you could do that. There are a lot of people that can't. I know. A lot of people will want a block of cheese and will go for the smallest piece. Well, I understand that. And majority of the population is like that. Well, more than 50%, I'm sure. Of the what? Majority of the population, more than 50%, I would say. And looking at that. There are people that will just go and buy and pick up and don't matter. Well, you know? again, I mean, I, not... I saw a case of water yesterday, um, 500 mils, 24, and it was selling for $245. For what? A case of water. For $500? 500 milliliters for $245. How is that? That's kind of ridiculous yeah what kind of water is it you have to first ask obviously that's sounding like imported water i think yeah it's that local. doesn't sound like anything that i'm not sure if that water is imported i know the brand of it but um, what was the name i won't say the name for 245 dollars there's a pretty expensive there's an expensive water in Trinidad that's been distributed here, but that's the one that's oxygenated and has particular, um, um, it's treated in a particular way. And I know they charge, it's pretty pricey. Yeah. But, yeah, but, that, um, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, but that one is particularly pricey even before this time. That had nothing to do with the food, the price going up now, you know, that was always pricey. Yeah. Hmm. Joy says no. Kenny out in Harlem says no. All right. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our major news. Of course, Evie is in. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.